What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Shauna. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. everybody to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons and welcome to the new listeners. Uh, before we get started a little bit of business, we have two other shows, Speaking of Murders and Speaking of Miss uh, Speaking of Hauntings. You're listening to Speaking of Missing Persons. So, make sure you go check those out. Go check out our Patreon, patreon.com/missingmurderedhaunted. That'll be in the episode description. If you want to see pictures from today's case, check out our Instagram at @missingmurderedhaunted. And we have a Facebook, Missing Murdered Haunted Podcast. All that said, Shauna is telling our story today. Shauna, tell us about a missing person. Love you, Sam. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was not ready. I was not prepared. <laughs> I was in my own world here. You <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear it, Shauna. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about uh, Matthew Mullaney. Any relation? Oh, to I was, was going to say the it. comedian John Mullaney. No, Bob. <laughs> I was going to say it if he didn't. Just because. <laughs> to be fair, I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure the answer's no. It's <laughs> typically no. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it's going to be no. <laughs> you never know. I didn't look, so there's that. Matt was a 20-year-old gentleman from Massachusetts, an undergraduate at Fairfield University in Connecticut. That was two years before he had went missing, so when he went missing, he was 21. Okay. Family supported his interests in art and music at the same time of them pushing him to pursue those dreams, a big opportunity to go to Florence, Italy to study abroad at uh, Angel Academy of Art came for him. And he was super excited about it. Taking a leave of absence from Fairfield, he left for Florence so he could study with some professors and visit the places with famous artists' work. Yeah, I mean, if he's an artist, studying abroad would be a pretty big deal. January 11th, 2003, he got into Florence. So that's the day he arrived. School for Matt began January 13th, 2003. He told his family uh, doing the work wasn't easy, quote, a lot of criticism, but not much praise. These are like really well-known professors in Italy. He still came off as upbeat and happy to be there, to be in the school, everything like that. He was just over, like, he was excited, even with all the criticism. He had made some friends, and they would go out and hang out at pizzerias and all that stuff. January 31st, 2003, he went to the Lions Lions Fountain Pub. 
He told his roommate before he left that that's where he was going. He left at 9 p.m. Okay. He was last seen February 1st, 2003, leaving the pub around 2.30 a.m. Staff reported he didn't seem drunk and was chatting with others at the bar very cheerfully, happily, like non-threatening ways or anything like that. So he was just having a good time but yeah. wasn't actually drunk. Right. Okay. They, But they couldn't recall if he left alone or with someone else. He had his wallet, credit cards, and a prepaid calling card when he left. So it was an AT&T card that would allow him to call his family in the United States without getting charged internationally. Right. Because this is 2003 and that's what happened. Yeah, I used to have those have to get those international prepaid calling cards for long distance or overseas phone calls. Yeah, or you got charged an outrageous amount of money. He hadn't ever used any of those things since he went missing, which was weird because he kept in regular contact with his family and his friends while he was in Italy. So for the almost month he was there, he had even planned a trip to Amsterdam with some of the other students for March and seemed to be having a great time in this program. That is the information about his disappearance. Now, there have been multiple sightings of Matthew, and we're going to talk about them. Okay. February 2nd through the 9th, 2003, a taxi driver in Italy took a man that looked like Matthew to Fia Solana. Uh, I butchered it. No, I'm that's sure. right. Fia Solana. Which me and Bobby were looking at, and it's like, it's like a... Well, there's, so... He was looking at the There's map. There's a town that's very similar to, it's basically like a suburb of Florence, like, just think of any suburb around a major city. It might be, you know, 30 minutes to an hour outside of the main city limits. Right. That's how uh, this this town, uh, Friasol, is to Florence. And that's where all of these small businesses are. Like, there's a church, a hotel, a restaurant that are all under the heading Friasolana. Okay. I got gotcha. you. So he was going to one of those places. February 14th, 2003, a waitress from a pizzeria near Matthew's old residence claimed to see him. Another man and two women stopped by for pizza. So they saw him with another dude and a girl. Yeah. Eating pizza. Right. At this restaurant she worked at. Right. Okay. Wait, at this point, has he been reported missing? Yes. By his family? Yeah. Have they, like, traveled to Italy or anything uh, he, to look for him? Actually, he was reported missing by his roommate. Okay. Because he never came home. And it never, nothing, all the information I found, it never said if they went there. I really highly doubt it. I don't doubt it because I would if it was my kid. Because in all of the things, they're not in it. Okay. So... I mean, they could have, but yes, he was actually reported missing by his roommate, which called his family. February 17th, 2003, in Bologna. Did yeah. I get that one, Bobby? Yeah, pretty much. It's spelled like Bologna, but because it's in Italy, they pronounce it in an Italian inflection, so it's like Bologna. 
or something very close to that. Okay. We're still in Italy. A witness claims to have seen Matthew. He appeared to be in poor health, thin, with a beard, and ragged. He was offered coffee, but turned it down. His family said he hated coffee. So, if it was Matthew, he would turn it down. He told her, the waitress, he was from Holland, but asked if they would speak English for him. So, seemed more like Matthew. Possibly. Yeah. April 5th, 2003, in UK, someone said they spoke with someone that looked like Matthew on a train from Dover to London. Okay, so at this point, he's in England. Yeah. Okay. The man said he was hanging out in London for a little bit, then going to Dublin, Ireland, Ireland to get a job. The person confirmed it was Matthew by a video the police had of him. Family thinks he left willingly at this point. Okay, so they think he's just traveling Europe, but just not talking to want any of them to be found. Yeah, and the way that it, the way that they, that's why I don't think that they went, is because I feel like they kind of sort of figured this was going to happen, that he was just going to like it over there, and just start traveling. But that still doesn't make sense why none of his cards have ever been used, or why he wouldn't just tell them. Right? Or, or why he wouldn't just tell his roommate. Right. It's, it's weird. It's There's a lot of stuff to unpack there if you really think about it. I mean, there's a multitude of reasons why he could have chose to just walk away from everything. Maybe he didn't want to be found but still wanted to wander. Or on the the opposite of that... You know, maybe this is someone, maybe the confirmation was incorrect. Maybe it wasn't actually him. And it was just somebody who looked like him. Uh, Right. Because, I mean, he's in a foreign place. He's American. He's going to stand out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It gets weirder. It's more weird. July 23rd, 2003, on a ferry and a on a ferry and a bus going from Hollyhead Hotel, Wales to Dublin, Ireland, a witness, so the hotel was in Wales, a witness said a man looking like Matthew became uncomfortable when there was an announcement made immigration would be checking everyone for the proper papers to enter Dublin. The witness saw a missing persons poster of Matthew and called the police and confirmed by the video it was him as well. Okay, so months earlier he was seen traveling to Ireland and then months later he was again seen traveling to Ireland? No, he was in UK in April. And yeah, told he said he was going to Ireland. Yeah, but that he was hanging out in London for a bit. But that's longer than a little bit. April to July. Yeah. It, unless he was doing something to try to make enough money to go to Ireland. I mean, could be. But again, he had, if it was Matthew, he had money. He had money. Not if he didn't want to be found. Yeah, because that's the only thing that would make sense to me is if he intentionally walked away uh, in hopes that his family would not find him. He's leaving his past behind him. Right. And just walking away from everything that he had. Cards, car, life, 
education, whatever, and saying, I'm starting from scratch, F my past life, I'm starting over, and goodbye. And then just made his way from Italy up to, you know, whatever. Anyway, that's the only way it would make sense for him not to use any of anything that he had before him arriving in Europe. Right. But it just seems weird. Like to me, you would think he would figure out a way to empty his bank account before he left Italy. And then they still wouldn't be able to trace him past that point because he would have only used it in Italy. Yeah. See, that that was my thought. Wouldn't you just take all of the money out before you dipped? I mean, that's what I would do if I was going to disappear. I would empty my bank account in the last place people knew me to be. Well, maybe, unless you intentionally want there to be speculation whether whether you or not you're missing. still alive. Oh, I mean, true, I guess. If if he... True, if he wanted people to think he was dead, then yeah, he would leave the money alone. Right, because... But it's if, weird that there's, like, no reason that he would want people to think he was dead. Like, if he just wanted to travel Europe and his family thought eventually that's what he was going to do anyway... Why not just travel Europe? The other reason that could incite something like that in him, there could be mental illness that wasn't caught somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like True. depression. Or anxiety, things like that. Or schizophrenia, bipolar. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's any number of mental health issues that could inspire somebody to just walk away from their life. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess you never know. So, January 3rd... Hold hold on, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what happened with the bus ride? Did he, like, get off the bus, or did Uh, they ID him in Dublin, or what happened? I guess he he slipped out without them knowing. The lady never said. I'm sure he figured, if, if it was him, and he was worried about getting papered, he would have probably tried to figure out a way to get off the bus without being seen. Right. And I'm sure by the time she called the police, he was long gone. Was it a bus or was it a ferry? I think it was a ferry bus, if that makes sense. No, he he <laughs> he started on a ferry and then got on a bus. Okay. But she's seen him in both, like on both. But they were threatening, they were like saying on they the were bus. checking identification on the bus. Because if you're going from... England to Ireland, I'm assuming you would have to show, like, the proper paperwork, since those are, like, two different places. I mean, I'm sure, I feel like to travel Europe in general, you would need paperwork. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, you couldn't just go. So, January 3rd, 2004, in Ireland, a man they claim looks like Matthew... In Galloway, stopped three Scottish men and asked for directions to a hostel. Hostel. January 3rd, 2004, so the same day, in Ireland, witnesses recall a man, Matthew, I'm using air quotes here, asking them to take a picture in Westport. Later, they say a, they saw a missing persons poster of Matthew and realized it was the man they assisted with the photo and called the police saying, unless he has an American twin walking around Ireland, it was him. Okay. So a year later, there's a random 
man just asking people to take photos of it like why quite a year from july when he was saw seen going to ireland she's meaning from when he when he originally went missing but that's the thing that's my point is why would he just be like hey can you take photos of me like even if Especially he were if to he go was trying to stay go, hidden. Yeah, go missing. Like, why would he do that? And especially also if missing persons posters were still, all over the place. And still. still all over the place, even after a year. You would think that he would just be like, yeah, no, I'm going to try to stay under the radar. You know, there's a lot of missing persons cases that the people go missing because they're in a state of amnesia and they have no idea that they're a missing person. Yeah. And they restart their lives entirely. So you think something might happen? We just happened? haven't come across one of those cases yet. Maybe but he it got does happen. And had a traumatic brain injury and there are people that have himself. been missing for 20, 30 years and had no idea they were a missing person because they woke up one day in a random place. And just restarted their lives from there because yeah, they had amnesia. They know, but wouldn't they have, wouldn't they say that to somebody and be like, I don't even know what my name is? Yeah, but they might not, they might have just, like, wouldn't they have to have, wanna? like, went to somewhere where somebody was like, you. Not if he still had all of his information on him. True. Yeah, on yeah, him. He, he would have looked at his wallet and been like, okay, so my name is Matthew. And I have 21 no clue years old. why he's in Italy. Yeah, but he would have had like his address. Not necessarily. If he had an American ID, he would have had his American address. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility. Because I mean, it's no, I mean, it a is a possibility, but you're right. He could have just been like, okay, there has to be some reason I'm in Europe. So, yeah, why even check it out? Yeah. April 26, 2004, a bartender in Ireland thinks she saw Matthew talking to two women, but wasn't entirely sure. Thinks he was there. July 2nd, 2005. So now we're at two, two years. years. In Ireland, two people said they saw Matthew in Kinsale, Kin- Kinsale, at a pub. Claimed to be Matt, he claimed to be Matt from Massachusetts, and claimed to be writing a book on his European trips. Like that was their okay. Club. So that makes Samantha's theory more likely well i mean no, at that point no it, it might not have even been amnesia he could have been okay he was an artist right and he was getting zero praise for any of his work while in school he was getting nothing but criticism that's something he was telling his family true he could have been like hitting a mental rock bottom of like you know what that night at the bar having some drinks talking with some people and being like fuck this i'm not gonna go to that school anymore i'm just gonna take off and try to reinvent myself but not want anybody to know about it and well i was just that just made me have a thought of like okay we don't know what kind of criticism he was getting maybe it was like you're not cultured, you're not worldly enough, like, your art is, like, not, you know, you you see what I'm saying? So he was, like, 
okay, well, I'm going to go get cultured. I'm going to go, you know, try to live off the grid and travel and do all these things. And maybe he thought telling people would make them try to stop him or try to help him. And he wanted to, because, you know, like the greatest artists in the centuries have been like very eccentric and worldly and crazy but you typically crazy yes crazy (laughs) but you also gave me another idea on what could have happened and why i didn't tell anybody so his family is the one that kind of pushed him towards going like pursuing the art music career in the first place okay so maybe the criticism really did like send him into a depression like maybe i wasn't good enough for this and he decided to keep from disappointing his family he would just leave leave and fake his own death perhaps because that seems like what it's more or the dude's so hardcore dedicated to being successful that he walked away from everything to truly live the starving artist lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you rough it. If he was in the attempts of, like, writing a book about his travels, he might have wanted to just do that. Rough Does it anybody as know a, if there's a, you know, I mean, he tourist could, in he, Europe. He could, you know, be like Dr. Seuss and releasing things just under That's what I was an saying. alias. That would be crazy. That'd be kind of cool. Not gonna lie, be kind of cool. Okay, so what happened after the last sighting? There's nothing. That's it. That's so like he wasn't. He nobody's been, reported him. No one's seen, seen again, again since 2005. Nope. He literally fell off the grid at 2005. Or he traveled somewhere where people didn't no, know he, he was, was missing, missing, like Russia, Scotland, Australia. I mean, he could have went to Australia, China, India, Japan. There's a lot of places he could have gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally anywhere in the I world think it was, except for... I think it was turning into a game of, uh, like... Uh, how many places can we name? Turkey. I mean, he could have technically came back to America as long as he didn't go near Massachusetts. I mean, but he was still using his real name. Just his first name? Matt. Called himself Matt. I don't know. It could also be a case of stolen identity. Could be. It could, could be. be all the people that thought they saw him was just someone who... Pretending to be him. After they harmed him. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely... It could have been somebody was watching him at the bar and wanted his life. So they took it and became him because that is also a thing. And I guess you're telling me we're never gonna know, correct? Never gonna know. Well, well I mean, we could... Someday. If we have a lot of european listeners and they're like hey i saw a guy named matthew matthew mulaney mulaney i think he's related to that john guy let me (laughs) let me call this number that shauna gave us to call in case we knew anything i'm giving you a lot of numbers oh boy let me get my pencil get your pencils everybody i'm giving you a lot of numbers i don't use pencils pens highlighters Sticky notes. Get something. I keep them all up here. It's like a steel trap. Oh, okay. I'm going to quiz them later on this number because it's like, I don't know, 11 numbers. Well, it's a European number, so it's going to be long. We're not trying to discredit his disappearance. Just that if his family thinks that he went willingly, he might have went willingly. 
and we would like to know, so help us find Matt. Matt was born November 5th, 1981. He was 21 when he disappeared, has brunette hair, blue eyes, is 5'10", and weighed 175 pounds at the time. He has his ears pierced, a surgical scar and pins in his left ankle, a shamrock tattoo with flames tattooed in the middle of his back. So those are his identifiers. So I feel like he has some Irish descent then if he already had a shamrock tattoo. Maybe. Might have been why he ran off to Ireland. Maybe trying to get in touch with his actual family roots. Maybe. You never know. If you have any information, contact the U.S. FBI. So like the the main headquarters, which is 855-835-5319. You can contact the Dutch Nation Police. Number is 31-343-578844. Amsterdam Police, their number is 3120-559-2321. And I have no idea how to say this word. The Dublin Garde, their number is... Good job, Shauna. 11353-1666-2615. So if you have seen Matthew since 2005, please contact the police or FBI. Interesting side note. You know what they call cops over there in the UK? What? Bobbies. Oh, my God. (laughs) There wasn't a Bobby until now. (laughs) He just had to get that in there for you, people. (laughs) You just had to add a Bobby. Again, you know what, though? Best case scenario, Matt left on his own, and he is perfectly unharmed living his best life writing a damn book. Well, I would assume we his book is done. That's not true. Unless, I mean, he could be I don't know why I assumed that. that. I've been pretend writing a book for like 10 years. He, he could still be writing this book about, you know, maybe going to Russia and China and Japan, and that's the best case scenario. All right. Well, have you enjoyed that episode? Let us know. Hop on wherever you're listening. Give us five stars. Leave a review. Follow. Share the uh, share the show with someone you know. And uh, like I said at the beginning, make sure you check out our other shows. Speaking of murders and speaking of missing, or mm, I did it again. Speaking of hauntings and uh, the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Missing Murdered Haunted. Does anyone have? Oh, uh, if you have a case you'd like to hear, send that over to our email. Missing murdered haunted at gmail.com. Does anyone have anything else they want to add in? No. Mm, nope. Good. No. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. 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 Bye.